All right, we're pleased to be back with uh, a great soundbite. We asked Chad Walsh of Neighborhood Notes to uh, come at us with a great idea, and I love what he did, which is fast food made into slow food here in Portland, Oregon. And uh, Chad has a great list of places. Um, I have been to a couple. There's one that he's going to mention that I really want to try, which is the Egg Rick Muffin at Lardo, which has just hit the internets over the past few days, and it's getting a lot of talk. Um, I think Greg Denton at Ox had talked about perhaps even um, making love to that sandwich or something, making love to something. So the details on that sandwich will come from Chad, and I'm happy they are. Um, Also, he's going to mention Allway, which is a place uh, I just got to in December. Peter Bro's new place, he was on the podcast talking about it. It is kind of, you know, we don't have In-N-Out Burger here in Portland. There are reports that it's coming to Medford or that area. But we don't need to drive down to Medford because we have Allway. And uh, I will tell you, his burger was just a great rendition of an In-N-Out burger. And his fries were amazing. They also have what looked like a fantastic chicken sandwich. So, again, Chad will talk about that. I don't want to steal his thunder. Um, and uh, lastly, he mentions um, he mentions the Poke Bowl Twinkies which are unbelievable. They're addictive. There's also another fried Twinkie at Fire on the Mountain, which you might want to try. That's enough of those. Let's let Chad do the work uh, here and tell you about some of his favorite spots that have turned fast food into amazing slow food here in Portland, Oregon. Chad Walsh, check out NeighborhoodNotes.com. That's NeighborhoodNotes.com. Hello. Uh, my name is Chad Walsh, and I write for a website called Neighborhood Notes, and when I'm writing for them, my topic is often food. And today, since uh, Heather and Chris have asked me, I'm going to be talking about food, specifically uh, fast food, sort of, but mostly fast food-inspired dishes um, that some of our local indie chefs are cooking up right now. Um, and I'm calling the, the idea, the, the list, uh, I'm calling it Slow Food Fast. And actually, that's not that's not my phrase. That's Joshua McFadden's term for it. He is, you probably know, he's the chef and partner at Ava Jeans and Roman Candle, and that's what he called it so once. And that's what I'm going to call it because I think it kind of sticks. Um, now, a quick word on fast food. I grew up loving it, but I'm not 15 anymore, and I can't, and I wouldn't want to. Uh, but thanks to a few Portlanders, I can sort of eat it now, and. I'm going to feel way better uh, when my plate is clean. So, Now, if you're going to talk about fast food, you kind of have to start with cheeseburgers. And first up is Peter Bro's Allway, uh, which puts out more or less what is an In-N-Out burger. Now, in the past, I've spoken to some restaurateurs around town who have made burgers that they have told me are inspired by In-N-Out's classic burger. Uh, but they always ask me not to print that because um, apparently... In-N-Outers are pretty tribal, and they'll get pretty bent out of shape if you tell them uh, your version is a version of that burger, almost as if you're saying that your version's what an In-N-Out burger should taste like. So anyway, but Peter Brown really doesn't care about that. He's on record pretty much saying he wants to do what In-N-Out does, but you know, just kind of doing it his way, just a little different. And it's pretty much all there. You've got a patty, iceberg lettuce, you've got raw onions, 
uh, house-made pickles, uh, American cheese on a custom-made Alessio bun that gets a nice little egg wash. Uh, and it'll get tomatoes too uh, when they're in season. Uh, he even calls the special sauce uh, on his burger a spread, just like they do in California. And then at the very end, they stab the whole thing with an American flag toothpick and serve it to you with fries, onion rings, or just kind of plain. Now, when I had when I first had one, I had a lot of food to taste that day, and I promised myself that I was only going to have a couple of bites, and I was going to just you know take the rest of it and eat it later on. Uh, but I ate the whole thing because it was good and kind of fired every nostalgia neuron in my brain. It was like a lightning storm up in there. It was really, really good. Over at New American in the Overlook neighborhood, uh, there are a couple of new kids on the burger block, uh, Aaron and Faith Dion, who used to work at, I think, um, Higgins for probably a decade together. Anyway, they serve Juicy Lucy's. And basically, Juicy Lucy's are hamburgers stuffed with cheese, um, invented for the record in Minnesota. Uh, but I'm pretty sure every young man who's owned a grill is pretty sure that he's the inventor of the Juicy Lucy. But anyway, what they do in the kitchen there is they take a ball of meat and it's almost as if it's like two hemispheres that you kind of unscrew that are hollow, uh, hemispheres made of meat. And they put some cheese in the hole and they put it all back together and they seal it and sear it and put it on a locally made bun with some iceberg slaw and some aioli. And... They're good. They're pretty fun. Uh, The only thing is they're slider size, which is no big deal. Uh, But the patty is a quarter pounder. So while they might look small, they sure don't eat that way. So I'm going to wrap up uh, the burger part of this list uh, with what is certainly one of Portland's most iconic, if not for some, the best burger in town. Uh, Can you guess what it is? Uh, It's Gabriel Rucker's uh, Little Pigeon Burger. And that thing is... It's a Nikki Farms half-pound patty, some iceberg slaw, a slice of aged Tillamook cheddar, and it gets a pickled onion ring, which is actually a raw onion that gets grilled and then brined. Uh, so with that onion with the slaw gives it a little bit of extra texture, and it comes on either a Ken's or a Pearl Bakery ciabatta. I can't remember exactly. Um, it's good, though. People love it. I love it. Um, so what do you, what drive throughs inspired, uh, Gabriel Rucker? A couple actually. One, uh, the burger square shaped, which is kind of a nod to Wendy's and Jack in the box for pretty much everything else on that burger. So moving on, let's talk about breakfast. And when you think of a fast food breakfast, what do you think of? If you were me and you just got your first car, you would drive to school um, every day, but before that, you would stop at McDonald's for an Egg McMuffin and a hash brown. And I don't have a car anymore, and I never want to have to be 16 again and go to school or eat Egg McMuffins. Um, but fortunately, because of a couple of spots in town, I get to. Uh, the first one is uh, Rick Jen Corelli, who is the, the fella behind Lardo, and the other is Joshua McFadden at Roman Candle. Uh, Jen Corelli's gets the homemade uh, slow food treatment because he cures and smokes his own ham and he gets buns, uh, not buns, but English muffins uh, that are baked from uh, over at Philippe's over on Williams, uh, which kind of serves as the commissary bakery for Lardo. Uh, But when it comes to cheese, kind of like Peter Bro over at Alway, Jen Corelli sticks with American because why mess with it, right? Uh, Now, when I first ordered Josh McFadden's Egg McMuffin, 
over at Roman Candle. I didn't really know I was ordering one. I ordered a, I ordered his everything bun with duck egg and egg aged cheddar. It sounded good, but it sounded really plain. But when it when it comes to you, you think to yourself, "Oh, this is a duck egg McMuffin." Uh, the bun's nice and fluffy, and it's loaded with everything the way an everything bagel is. And the egg is really meaty um, in texture uh, because the kitchen uh, cooks it in a in a metal ring so that it it rises and gets fluffy and meaty. It's just really terrific. So I'm going to wrap this up with some mass-produced junk food-inspired local sweets, and I'm going to start start with pop tarts. And okay, I never really understood the appeal. They're frosty, sugary, cardboardy, uh, and there's always there's always some mystery fruit mash on the inside. And seriously, toasted or straight up from the foil wrapper, I just didn't get it. Uh, they're boring and they're sort of gross. They're like the canned peas of breakfast junk foods, actually, if you ask me. Uh, but the Bad Habit Room, uh, the Bad Habit Room, rather, uh, makes a good one, a really good one. And if you're not already hip to it, the Bad Habit Room is Sarah Vesa's uh, event space and on weekends, a brunch space. And their Pop-Tarts look the same. They're shortbread, frosting, same size, sh- uh, same shape, but they're good. And I know this is going to sound kind of corny, but they taste as if they were made thoughtfully with care and with uh, and with a little love so um they're good so maybe i maybe i do like pop tarts but bokey bowl uh, both in the southeast and then the northwest uh they make twinkies and i like theirs the sponge cake uh the sponge cake they bake it's nice and springy the filling's rich and creamy um but unlike Twinkies, neither one is sickeningly sweet. And that's how they roll um, over at Bokey Bowl. And they kind of trump theirs up by putting in some miso. They put in the sponge cake and in the filling. So it's not sickeningly sweet. And because it's not pumped with uh, artificial preservatives, it's not going to outlive you if you don't eat it. Okay, there you go. Just a few spots in town that do slow foods fast. Thanks for listening. So long. You gotta go outside. You gotta go outside